Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm spitting, I'll be making people's dance. Before we start with Tribe, I wanted to just quickly shout out some of like the the artists that uh, you know paved the way for them, mm. I guess. People they like Jungle soul. Brothers, They Lost Soul, of course, yeah, Queen Latifah. The native tongues in general, that whole movement. Mm. And then even people like, uh, who else? Gangstar, Pete Rock and CL Smooth came out around that time. Brand Nubian, main mm-hmm. source that were all kind of, I always put them in a, in a similar bracket, all those artists. But I guess if, if an artist like De La Soul and Jungle Brothers paved the way, the Tribe kicked the door down. Oh, yeah. And they took it to mm. a new level. They brought in a um, different brought... style of rap. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But um, no, I just wanted to give them their respect. So, Theo, you're going first, yeah? Yeah, cool. Right, so, so this was this was very tough for me because I love these three albums are just something else for me, and I could I could pick a range of songs, but um, I've been chopping and changing to be honest with you because there's well, like I said, there's just too much to pick from. But the song I've decided to go from is from their debut album, and I've decided to go for Footprints. up the stevie wonder sample it's about to say that great song great choice i haven't actually heard that one in a while when i'm going to the album i'm normally skipping over that and starting from like track six ish oh well the, <clears throat> i just that song just stands out to me it's just well it's just great it's just the the, the beat the way the way it's just just riding on on the beat and the flow and everything it's just, it's just phenomenal really so i just love it it just it sticks out massively to me like i said i could i could um i could Pick loads, but no, nah, Q-Tip's doing a lot for me in that song, so. I feel you. I feel a lot, you. a lot. I'm going to be 100% yeah, what... honest, though. Like, I would want to say I know the difference between how, how all of them sound, but I don't in the early eras. Like, I really can't tell the difference between who's... I know it's, it's hard, but no, <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, I had that, but I know the difference definitely in their voice between Q-Tip and um, Fife. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I love Fife. Fife's my favourite, but when it comes to Ali Mohammed, sometimes I, I, I don't know. I feel know. like he doesn't rap as much as the rest of them, so it's yeah. like, when he comes well, he in, doesn't. I'm like, oh, is this Q-Tip? I he don't doesn't know. Rap. Exactly. He doesn't? He doesn't rap. He... No, 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 no. Are you no. sure? Are yeah, you sure? Because yeah, he's definitely in some songs. I'm sure he's... No, you're thinking of Jerobi. Whatever. Oh, Ali was yeah. um, Ali was the DJ. Yeah. Ali was a DJ. I, no, no um, I'm with you now. Definitely, that's yeah. where. At I the, yeah. During the first album, it was largely Q-Tip on the vocals. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Five Dog wasn't really. He was there. He was he was in the studio. He did a few verses, obviously, but apparently he wasn't fully committed to it at that stage. That's what I'm saying. Low end um, theory. I can't tell the difference. I know it's a different voice, but I'm like, wait, who's who? <laughs> Do that's you know what wild mean? To me. That's wild. Because <laughs> what to me, what makes them so unique and iconic is that. You've got Q-Tip, who is just the epitome of smooth, mm. yeah, laid-back voice, and then Fife is like the high-pitched, bit more raspy, bit more rough and rugged. I think they've got like this contrasting style, mm. like in terms of their vocal tone, that that makes them so well, different at the time and just iconic to this day. Mm. Yeah, it's mad. I've never heard anyone say that. But me and Theo on the same page. <laughs> but me and Theo on the same because I just, it just, I do you know what it is. I feel like we've we've um with a tribe called quest not to like say like they're not like the type of rappers you would take in but because their music's so vibey sometimes i just catch myself just you know what i mean getting the head nod vibing hearing the lyrics mm, and taking it definitely. in but like not like listening to the voice so much 
And maybe that's a sign of of good, you know, good music is that I'm not f trying to pick it apart, but I just just like the vibes of it. No, I definitely had that at the beginning. I'm not going to lie to you. It was only when I, um, it was only, I don't know, last few years. And definitely when um, listening, coming into this, that mm. I really just like picked out the voices differently because you you said it's perfectly really sam when i always listen to a tribe called quest it's just the music's just so vibey that i just i don't know i'll go into an own zone and i don't even know who's rapping at half the time i just zone out i'm like just bobbing my head i am mm. listening to lyrics but i just i'm telling you i'm not just i just zone out it's just amazing that's why i've always loved them really so yeah and lyrically they're, they're some of the best people out there because they're not talking about yeah. all that mm. kind of shit Definitely. that other rappers were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, at that yeah. time exactly yeah I was going to say that, like, I get you about the vibe thing, but when you like, like especially like this track, because to me, this is one of uh, Q-Tip's standouts lyrically mm. on, on that album. Oh, they're yeah. saying stuff, man. They're saying some stuff. Oh, they're saying a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially in the, you know, the, the next couple albums. But um, Most definitely. No, cool. Nice pick. Go on, Kieran. Kieran, you're next. Hit us with it. Um, yeah, I don't really have that problem distincting between the two rappers because I really like Fife. I've yeah. always loved Q-Tip, but I made an effort to see like what what tracks are Fife like bugging. I don't know if anyone's going to pick that, but like that was a sick. Oh, bugging's amazing! Oh no, oh, bugging's um, amazing, man. That's what I mean. This is the struggle I had between picking to, between these triple bet. Um, but I there's chose check the rhyme because their back to backs are so good in it. The samples, like all the jazzy like saxophones and the bass, but like Fife's second verse is just so good. My neck hurts, man. <laughs> Glad my camera's not on. Seeing Sean doing that, that mad neck. Movement. Oh man, <laughs> I, I love Tribe, man. It's just vibey, it's always vibey. Oh. Like that's the thing. Exactly. That's and I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad Theo picked something from the first album because as much as I want to pick something from the first album, I, I know I'm not next, but you know, as much as I want to pick something from the first album, I just prefer the vibes on the low end theory and Midnight Marauders. Like the vibes there are just, um, it's like they've crafted it so beautifully. Mm. Yeah. Go on, Sean. Actually, no, wait, Theo, not Theo, Kieran. Because <laughs> I can't see Sean, that's why it's making me feel weird, man. <laughs> I just find that song so perfectly written. Like, as to like a pop record, even not even just hip hop. It's just like it's a really commercial song, and like the way the first verse is written, like, and they back to back, and the third verse mirrors that, but the opposite way round. I love that so much, mm. and mm. like. Fife's verse is incredible. Mm. Q-Tip's one is super lyrical. Mm. And like the way he ends his verse as well, rap is not pop. If you call it that, then stop. I just think like, it's just crazy because you listen to it like, this is so commercial already, but like mm. he's grounding you again. Like, but this is actually real rap though. And the beat as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I actually think objectively that's maybe their best song. Really do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite, but it's it's like at least top three. Okay. Has to be. We might have to discuss that towards the end about what's the top three. Because yeah. for oh, me, yeah. that, I don't know if that one makes it in there. It made the long list of the top 10, but not the top three for me. Yeah, yeah. But Kieran, I'm glad you touched on Fife because, um, like I said, the first album, he weren't really... He obviously had some verses, but he weren't really fully in it. I can't uh, recall any like star moment from him from the first album. No, though. no, no. no. He wasn't, no, he wasn't no. all the way in it yet, but... I remember when I first started to get into Tribe and I did the sort of history and went through it. And then when I first put on Low End Theory and he comes in on Bugging, I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? Is, is there a new member? What's going on? Literally. And then you hear Butter as well, where he's telling oh, that story. Oh, Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? It's the arrival. I feel like Low End yeah. Theory 
rival of of Fife. And that's what that's why I think even though they had a strong debut to go up to low end theory, oh, it's just ridiculous. Listen. I was listening to it today, and I'm just like flipping out, man. Stop this it. album's Stop just it. unbelievable. unbelievable. There was about a three or four year period where I like if someone asked me like just if we were like hanging around like six horn times or at uni, like what's the best hip hop album? I was like low end theory. Like literally, that was. It's the easiest thing to get into, though, isn't it? Understandable. You could just play it for anybody and they're not going to feel like, what's going on here? It's just something will catch you in a tribe called Quest. You'll be like, hmm, Mm -hmm. feeling Their music doesn't grate at all. Like, it's not aggressive. No, no, it's smooth, soft, nice. Well, yeah, that's the thing with Low End Theory. It's so smooth. But I just feel like if you think about the landscape of hip hop at the time, and like I said, there were artists that maybe not directly influenced them, but certainly paved the way and were part of their collective, but they just kind of, and I wouldn't say they created jazz rap, but they perfected it. Oh, Fury. It's like the, oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. the bar really. And I don't know whether it's ever been hit. I don't know whether anyone's ever hit it like, and done it that well. But, to pimp um, a butterfly. Yeah, good point. Good yeah. point That's not yeah. really jazz rap, though, is it? Yeah, it's, it's jazz inspired, but this is like it's, yeah, it's not, even the flows they've got yeah, going exactly, on here yeah. is kind of jazz. Yeah. It's like they're scatting. Like a tribe called yeah. Quest is like, you know what I mean? They're really kind of yeah. they're doing something. Yeah, they're jazz in different ways, though. I think they're two sides of the spectrum of jazz rap. Mm. Well, just I feel like with Tapim, there were influences. There were mm. in, there were jazz influences, but with this one, it was like we're gonna do a jazz rap album. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's the that, that's the feel that you get through throughout yeah. the whole album. Yeah, it's just and even the flows, the flows go with the with the sound. It's just amazing. Yeah. Isn't that what the low end theory is about? Just like the bass, the double bass that they were using, basically in most mm. of the tracks. I think I it had that. a double meaning. I think there was like there was that there was definitely that, but there was also something to do with like. It was like a, a metaphor for the black man in America being at the oh. low end of the uh, that's sick. the socioeconomic spectrum, if you like. Mm. Um, but I feel like we're segueing into my pick where we're talking heavily about jazz because my pick for me was like, it just gives me that sort of improv jazz feel to it. And it's also, to me, one of the greatest opening tracks to an album. So my pick's Excursions. To this day, when no God. drums kick in, I get just as hyped. It's just, it's just mad. What a way to start an album! I, I love that song. It's a great pick. Like, I've always loved it. It's just, uh, oh, it just sets the tone for the album. Oh, it's just exactly. brilliant. Exactly. It's, yeah. Big tune. That, that's exactly it, Theo. It's like it's almost like their mission statement mm, for the yeah. album in a way. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like if you were going to say to someone what's the track where they were really trying to capture like like we've spoken about the jazz rap thing you, you probably it's an iconic beat as well like it's an iconic explicitly that's beat. the one but for this one they just he just captures it man and i say he because it's it's q-tip only on there but man I... but it's just his flow as well this is what i love about q-tip he his his ability to ride on that just product just with the drums and everything's going on but he's just the flow is just i don't know it, it entices me every single time i'm just there just in a trance vibe, whatever you want to call it. I'm just there just bobbing my head listening to it. It's just amazing. Would, do you know what it is for me? Um, Production-wise, it's simple. It's stripped back. Oh, it is definitely But simple. it's genius yeah. because yeah. of the way it's, it's arranged. So you've got, yeah. you start off with this, what's it like, this very, very uh, heavy bass or like, sorry, deep bass. And it's like, it, it's giving you this feeling of like anticipation. Something's coming. 
You know what I mean? It's like it's building your heart rate up. It's getting you, it's getting you amped up. Then the drums kick in. Hard, hard percussion just comes slapping in. Mm. And then it may, and then you've only really got those two things. That's it. That's all that's going on. So when the when the sax comes in on the chorus, it's even more effective. Because you've just yes. got these two mm. very sort of poignant, prominent instruments going on. And then that comes in and just sort of smooths it out, gives it this sort of like atmospheric, dreamy like feeling. And then to kind of go off on that as well is Q-tip. For me, it's like it's almost like a stream of consciousness type of track where there is a, a kind of there is a theme to it where I think he's talking about how music and art goes in cycles. Mm. You know, he talks about Bobby Brown and MJ. He compares himself to Shakespeare. He talks about bebop and hip hop, but he kind of just goes off. Like he starts off there and then goes quite introspective, but then goes into like Afrocentric stuff and then kind of brings it back at the end. And that's where for me, it was like, it really encap in what's the word? It encapsulates. It got the encapsulates there you go it's, it's mate it's been a long week um <laughs> it encapsulates the the feeling of jazz because it feels improv it feels like he's not really there's not like a, a real sort of clear theme it's just i'm just whatever's in my head i'm just gonna go i'm yeah. just gonna wrap what's yeah. in my head i love it mm -hmm. probably my favorite tribe track going off of what sean said about atmospheric kind of vibes and and zoning out and that type of stuff my pick is from midnight marauders it's the only pick that anyone should ever pick. I'm surprised no one else picked it beforehand, but yeah. Electric relaxation. Oh, the classic. Oh, oh I love this so classic. I know the rest of it's kind of like, you know, iconic where it's just beats, but it's just beats for the next minute. And him saying, relax your girls, relax yourself, girl, please settle down. But yeah, man, I, I don't know how no one didn't pick that one before. That's like- Oh, no, because- the second I, I think thought it of would be tribe. too obvious. Well, the second I think of Tribe, I think of that song, man. That beat is like That's obviously true. I've got you know memories of J. Cole rapping over that as well. But phew, that beat and I think the other saying. song that sounds memorable us that's can I kick it as well. Oh yeah. that goes without saying yeah. that one's yeah. too obvious. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 like everybody knows Can I Kick It because it yeah. we're playing football songs, football mm -hmm. ads and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, no, most definitely. But yeah. for me, electric relaxation. But the second closest that I was going to pick, but I thought everyone's really picked from um, the low end theory was Butter. Love. Oh, Jesus. Butter is just amazing, man. But uh, like you said, yeah. Oh, I can't even get my words out. Anyway, your pick, because I'm not even going to try, because I'm yeah, just not going to trip over. Gins. Yeah, too many gins. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one of my favorite tribe songs ever, man. I, I just love it. Absolutely mm. love it. It's, I can see why both amazing. of you don't tell the difference between Q-Tip and Fife that much because in that song, they blend perfectly. They're, like, they're not back. battling. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, it's like, they're just traveling together. Like they're not yeah. like competing verse by verse and kind it's of like thing. Third, it's not a battle. Yeah, the theme exactly. doesn't change. That's what makes mm. it kind of difficult to tell because it's like, they're fin not finishing each other's sentences, but they're kind of like, you know what I mean? One person's talking about one topic and they keep talking about the same topic and then the topic will change, but then you don't know because the topic changed in between the verse. There's like eight verses in that. Uh, you know yeah, they got yeah. four apiece, and it, it, yeah. it's just oh, it's a beautiful blend. I'm glad you picked something from Midnight Marauders. I was getting worried that we were going to get through this era and not and not talk no, about it. Yeah, no, that's why I'm glad as well because actually yeah, yeah. out of the, out of the three, that's my favorite album out mm. of all of them. Ah, that's really? Yeah, it's my favorite. I wouldn't say it's their best, but it's definitely my favorite. No, it's understandable, man. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Um, do you know what I love about that one compared to the low end theory is that you know we said that the low end theory is very smooth and clean. 
This one you can hear like the needle on the uh, on the on the records on like on the samples. They've not cleared cleaned them up at all. Mm. Very, it's quite a different. If you really listen to the production, they're quite different. Yeah. Um, whereas mm. obviously Low End Fury is sampling, but it feels like it's live instrumentation in a way. Mm. I don't know. Um, no, maybe you, I'm wrong. I, 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 no, no. I feel I feel what you're saying. This this album yeah. has a definite kind of. I don't know. I don't know. It has great artwork too. Both albums have great artwork. Oh, the yes, artwork. So I love the artwork. I love artworks with a with a like an arc and a theme. And that that you know those three colors the the red, green, and black. It's obviously obviously to represent the kind of woke movement they're a part of. You know that whole Afrocentric thing. But mm. the the fact it went through this whole era, they they kept that going. Beautiful. Love yeah, that. Yeah. They artwork's they a big doing. thing. Yeah, artwork's a big thing for yeah. me, especially with yeah. with albums that are from a certain time period. 90s albums you you a lot of people will see that and go wow that's a beautiful piece of art and you go it's actually album artwork so yeah you know the other thing can you imagine being outraged that date that that came out in 1993 because you got into the wu-tang that day as well (laughs) it's mad but i'm pretty sure back then people would be more divided so as in you'd either want to listen to tribe or you'd want to listen to wu-tang there would be a small percentage of people that want to hear both because if you think about it, hip hop's really new back then. So whatever side mm. of the coin you're on is the side of the coin you're on. You know what I mean? You're gonna yeah. either want that work stuff or you're gonna want that. Yeah. Well, Wu Tang was incredibly new, incredibly yeah. fresh sound at the time as well. But could you imagine being a hip hop head and going to the record store that day? Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> what do I buy? Yeah, yeah, crazy. Well, that 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 being said, it would be a great date. I still don't think it's the best date where releases came out. I still think the September. I can't remember the specific date in 1998. It's the best one. What came Personally. out then? Name the albums. Okay, so um, Jay Z came out. Now, now, now you're testing me, man. I know. Oh, look at the article. Hard not life. Volume um, two. Yeah, and then oh, okay. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. I don't know what you I need mean. to do you've more than me. that, man. What is this? You've got, you've got me on the spot, man. <laughs> Black Star, oh, a tribe called Quest, at, yeah, Brand Nubian, Jay Z. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. Black Star. Black Star. Well, didn't Gangstar come out as well as that actually? Or oh, no, I've got that wrong. No, 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 no. Yeah, Black Star. But I feel like that's volume. That's like that's that's quantity. Mm. No, because forget Tribes album. You don't want Tribes album. That's what? the um, the love movement. Outcast came out on that day. Equimini. Yeah, that's what. Whoa. Yeah, it's Equimini. Okay, that's okay. The now one. we're that's talking. The one. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's just Equimini and Blackstar. What I'm talking. Yeah, about. yeah that's what okay. I'm talking. And Jay Z, man. And that's, that's, yeah, it's not, that Jay Z. It's not. It's not just quantity. That's what I mean. It's the fact right. that Equimini <laughs> came out. That, okay. that seems like a day that I would have just been screaming in the shop because I wouldn't know what to buy. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. I saw it. What do releases. I buy? <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what I feel our day was? Do you know what I feel our day was like for our generation? Do you remember what the, I think it was 2013 Yeezus. where we had Yeezus, Yeezus. Born Sinner and, and watching movies with um, movie. No. Yeah. And, and then we had Nothing Was The Same come out at the end of that year. No, no, same year, but I'm saying the same day, those three oh, albums. Well, I mean, out. day, yeah, but yeah. I feel like the, the summer just, it, depending on what time of day yeah. it was, whatever album was on. Like but at night you had the funny. Mac Miller, the day you yeah. had Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember yeah, that day as well because I remember like J. Cole saying, oh yeah, going up against Yeezy, I'm just going to have to do it. And Matt Miller just being like, oh God, I've got Kanye and um, J. Cole to compete with yeah. here. But, but they all had different uh, vibes, which was great. Yeah. Especially, you know, Jesus, yeah, yeah. completely different vibe. Yeah. And uh I, I love watching movies though. Watching movies was great. I wasn't expecting it to be that mm-hmm. good. To be it was honest. a bit of a sleeper for me though. Because yeah. I was so into Kanye or still am so into uh, J. Cole and was Kanye at the time. Um, I was just heavily listening to those. And then mm-hmm. when I, you know, when 
after a few listens, Jesus, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. And then after a few listens with Coles, I was like, mm, disappointed. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, I got to Mac, and 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 I was like, oh crap! Like because that, we won't go into Mac Miller because we're probably going to talk about him another day. But that to me felt like a bit of a level up for him. That album. But oh, it was a level up. There's yeah, no yeah. doubt. Definitely, it definitely was a level up for me. That's why I was. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. All right, Peter Mac. All right. Well, I mean, this era for me isn't really like. How can I put it? It's not what I think of when I think of Tribe. I'm never really thinking of the love movement or beats, rhymes and life. But if I had to pick one, and this this is after much contention because I would have really wanted to pick something from beats, rhymes and life. But the love movement, it sat with me better, especially that was the only stuff I was listening to um, in preparation for this. Was the... <laughs> I'm just confused. Why is he laughing? Because of Why? I'm just... No. I've never heard that opinion in my life. What? What opinion? <laughs> that that you prefer the love movement. I can't, no, in, I don't the, even in this the in this second listening, the... listening recently, yeah. yeah, listening recently, I've I've been like the love movement is is hitting for me right now. Like beats rounds in life, I never even really listened to the love movement till recently. So I feel like maybe because I've listened to it a lot more recently because I didn't listen to mm. um any of the first three albums in prep for this. I was like, I know those. Yeah, I, I really mm. know what I'm going to pick. But what I'm picking, considering you guys are probably going to pick everything from Beats, Rounds, and Life, I'm picking Da Booty. Oh, I had a feeling you were going to pick <laughs> Question. What is it that everybody has and some pirates and thieves try to take? The Booty. I feel what you mean, Sam, about the love movement. Yeah, it's it's I got get, a vibe going. It's got a yeah, vibe going. Yeah. I, I know you guys um, are thinking, oh, he picked the booty because he, you know, Sam loves weird songs like that. But the flow is different. That boot. Uh, uh, no, do you know what I mean? No, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. And the, but I, I, and the thing is, re-listening to it as well. I don't know why I ever thought. No, the production's nice throughout. Yeah, both the piano. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Throughout this era, the production, the production's nice anyway. I, you I can know almost imagine like some old yeah. black guy on the corner just like. <laughs> Yo, I'm just vibing like that. That's what was getting me for it. Like it felt yeah. like it feels like a skip, but it's a whole song. And mm. yeah, I'm f- unfortunately, I feel like you guys are all gonna pick from beats, rhymes, and life. So I, I thought mm. I forced That's myself. Not, not necessarily not exactly true. Yeah, um, I, I um I uh, do you know what I think it is with the love movement? I think because anyone who knows a bit about Tribe knows that there were issues going on internally with them at that time. So they just associate that album with being the end and them not getting on and this and that. But if you like listen to it, how, how many years ago did it come out? Over, what, over 20 that years ago? 20 years, yeah. 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 And you kind of put aside, especially with the final album, knowing that thing, they put things right and they, you know, and whatnot. Um, it's not bad. It's mm. not bad. It's not bad. I tell you, it's definitely not bad. It's not bad. It's different, isn't it, though? That's, that's the thing. The, it's because the, feel, it's such the, a the high vibe standard. and the feel. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. It's not a bad album. I couldn't say mm. it's a bad album. It's just different. But linking up with Dilla wasn't a bad choice. You know what I mean? If, no, if no, anything, no. I think, no. I think definitely. I not. actually think production wise, yeah. it was a refreshing period for them. I yeah, think they, yeah, like, so I think they couldn't have done another definitely. Midnight Marauders. They could, or a low end theory. And, no. and Dilla's uh, introduction switched things up. It was more. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it? A bit more funky, a bit more R and B esque, mm. I guess. Mm. Um, but it was, it, you know, there's no denying that lyrically and chemistry wise, there was something lacking in both albums. Yeah, definitely. It but felt, I definitely it felt think the genuine, was, though. Yeah, yeah. It felt, it felt genuine. And um, listen, they knew each other for, since they were like babies, innit? Like, or like little kids. So 
there's always going to be something there, I guess. Yeah. But. It definitely wasn't the production that was a problem because I think the production was phenomenal in both mm-hmm. of them. When I re-listened, I thought the production was great. I just think, like you said, the chemistry just wasn't there. You you could fit, you could hear it. That's it. Just wasn't. I don't know. It didn't. There, there was something off which you could tell. Mm. Is but when you set a standard of those first three albums, I mean that's it, it's hard to even match that really so you can't really say you can't really because they weren't bad there's no way that you can say these albums like especially love movement i've listened to it again i don't think it's bad i just don't think it's great but then when you've got those albums to compete with no i think wonder, though that it? they were a bit exhausted with great song concepts though because like even my best songs from these two albums they they don't even have that great concepts compared to like basically all the songs on their first three albums mm. Mm. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, but that's why I went there because I feel like it's different. You're not you're not really getting flows like that very often anymore, where people are just having fun in the chorus, you know, with the flows mm. and the, and the content. Mm. Even though there's it's a double entendre, everyone thinks of bum, but they're talking about pirates and you know, little little bit touching on rape culture and all that kind of stuff. It was it was it's a layered message in there. It's not just yeah, it's not like MF Doom in a in certain of his songs where he's just talking about disgusting shit. So um, yeah. <laughs> Who's next? Is cool. it is it cool? Sure, yeah. then. I think it's Theo next. It's Theo uh, next because you went is it me next first. Yeah, yeah. So we just okay. So oh. yeah, we probably would have guessed it. I have picked from Beach Rhymes and Life. So um, I've gone with. Oh, wait, why have I gone with? No, it's on my list. Yep, I've gone for motivators. She be the number one motivators. Ghetto mentality and innovators. Vaders. Some of y'all may really hate us, but we won't be sore. All we wanna do is rock. Yeah, with that song, I just, to be honest with you, I just like it. And the, the beat is just, uh, I, I love it. And I just love the flows on it. Not, not too much for me to say, really. Just vibe with it. And that's what, that's really it, really. Can't, man. I can't blame I know it. we, t- I know we touched on Dilla already, but it was just like a fuzziness to the to the production. Well, I just love it. Fuzziness, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. Obviously, you, you it's like lo-fi influence, sound, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. is just... You hear it throughout the whole album. It's, it's great. I love it. It is refreshing. It is so refreshing to hear in these projects, like mm. just a different sound. It's just a shame that you couldn't get that same. I don't. Well, when I say a shame, it is a shame that you didn't, didn't get the same level. But it is hard to match, like we've already touched on. So yeah. Do you know what? It, do you know what it was for me with Beats, Rhymes, and Life? Um, and I still like that album more. I think there's more highlights. I, I think song for song, it's better than Love Movement, but. Um, and I think it comes back to what Kieran said about the themes and whatnot. It just felt a bit unfocused, I think. Um, it didn't really flow as well as the previous three albums. And, and even there's just a, a, a general vibe. I think the love movement flows better as an album. But there yeah. are just more standouts for me on Beats, Rhymes and Life. Um, yeah. But do you know the other thing with the love movement compared to all the other albums as well? Because I put one word next to it. And for me, it was just unmemorable. Mm. And if you think about the cover art for for even the like the first yeah, four, it's true. And yeah, you look at the love exactly. movement. Mm-hmm. It's so bland. Yeah, man. exactly. But isn't yeah. that? Don't you think it's kind of like an ode to their kind of like saying this is done? Do you know what I mean? Because everything starts out I don't really think it's artistic. A positive mess. It's yeah, not a positive message. It's, not, though. it's, it's just that, like oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, here's the words. Do you know what I mean? Like. I, I feel like with before they go into a lot of detail of getting it drawn up and written up and they're like, oh, fuck, we've got to get this album out. Who knows what kind of label deal they may have had at the time and whatever. And it's like, that's the artwork. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Mm. I, I can see like it's an artistic statement. Yeah. Mm. I, I, part of me thought, oh, is it like a Beatles thing? The White Album? Is it? 
the whole thing of like the color white and doves and some I don't know what what that means, but and then I thought I don't know, but maybe they just, like you say maybe they just weren't really in it at the, that point. But I know that before that the album was meant to come out earlier that year, mm. but Q-Tip's studio or house or something burned down and he lost a load of music. So I don't know whether some of this was rushed or just the getting the album out in general was rushed because a lot of content was missing from from that disaster. Fair I don't enough. know, but it's it's ironic that it's called the love movement mm. because um, it didn't really feel like there was a ton of love around yeah, that movement. time. No, definitely not. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. like it's like you said, the love movement has no moments in it, but it it does feel better as an album. But there's no standouts. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think it's improved with time, especially after the the most recent album, because. Like I say, you separate all the shit that was apparently going on at that time and you just deal with it as, as music on its own. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's your yeah. it's your turn now, isn't it, Sean? Kieran yeah. next. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how the fuck this thing works. It's good, yeah, it's good no that we have Sean for these things. What, what <laughs> yeah, music exactly. do So I just... <laughs> what was that? What? <laughs> um, so I went with Beats, Rhymes and Life as well because... Love movement. It's hard to find like super special songs, I think. Mm. But yeah, anyway, once again, it's it's kind of commercial to be honest. But I feel like it, it kind of reminded me of their old, their, their first three albums, which was a nice throwback. Yeah, yo. Uh-huh. Yeah, yo. You're on point five. Once again, tip. That singer doesn't really do too much for me on that song, but I've got, I don't know, in hindsight, I've got more of a different appreciation. Like, oh yeah, it's that kind of like classic hip hop kind of chorus. But, um, <laughs> he was like, fuck that singer. She's terrible. <laughs> I just say that. I, I, can't, I can't appreciate that too much these days. But wow. um, the song itself is actually really, really good. Mm, it is. Yeah, it's a classic tribe yeah. record. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Is that it though? Nothing else to I, add. I was going to say, I, I had something to say, to say, but yeah. God, this, okay. this is your track. Know. You better say the most. No, it's, no it's, not an, it's not an easy era to talk too much about. <laughs> Fair enough. This is no, true. no, I, mean, I feel like we've yeah. covered it. We've, we, we, you know, yeah. we've talk, spoke a lot about Dilla. Um, Just a good song. Like, I don't know what else yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. I think that's what it is. There's there's a lot of good songs, but is that, the there's before? no standouts. No, no real, real standouts. Like, no, there's standouts. Don't get me wrong, but like compare, comparing it to the first era, you got a lot to say when the, the first era. Just this is a just... weird one though, because it's like I feel like every element was actually going well, except for the chorus of that woman. Like, yeah, feels a bit, feels <laughs> just, a bit taped uh, on. Yeah. It feels like it's just yeah. been taped on the side. Like, it's not. It's the, that's the problem with this song. It's actually a really good song. But there's already a hook. <laughs> that's what makes no sense. Like, Q-Tip's already got a hook on there. So it's like, why is she there? It's going on and on and on. Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Not mad at it, though. Not mad no, at Q- it. No, Q-Tip's sick on that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slick. Yeah. That OJ Five's, line as well. I was going to say, Fife's closing line was nice, but that OJ line, the way he sung it, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the sample in that was actually really interesting too. Um, like that person talking and then it was like a texture of that lo-fi kind of stuff. Yeah. I like that. The way it was cutting into the verse as well in some bits mm-hmm. kind of like a good Yeah, one it, was, it was an ad-lib. Nice. It was sick it's how, nice, how they used yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my pick for this era, I'm going to go back to the, the love movement. Oh. Um, and nothing too deep about it. It's just a nice feel-good record. One of the, the standouts of that album. 
and it's find a way. Yeah, that was my other oh, pick. Nice. That tune hurt my neck. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibey one, man. Like it's it's like Very I feel like vibey. it's the best of what Very they vibey. they could do at that time. It's like a nice, mm. all encompassing piece. There's a good message mm -hmm. going on there. Mm -hmm. It's vibey, and the, that is an example of the hook slash chorus done right with Q-Tip singing over the vocal. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it mm. feels mm. nice. Feels yeah. genuine. Yeah, there's there's not much deep to it really. I mean, it's not you know content wise, it's pretty self explanatory. There's nothing you know two intricate going on. To me, it's just a, a nice feel-good record. It's like the Benita Apple bum of this era to mm. me. It's just you can put it on at a barbecue. You can stick it mm. on in the car when the sun's out. You can put it on even at you know, certain parties. And even if you don't really know the song, but you're kind of into rap, you're going to just start bobbing your head. Yeah. It's just one of those tracks. I feel like that's the thing Definitely. with Tribe. I don't know I don't know why they haven't really been... Obviously, to hip-hop heads, they're held up high. But it's like, I feel like you could play a Tribe record anywhere, anytime, and people are not going to yep. be like... Oh, I do, who, definitely. Who the nice, fuck's put rap yeah. on, you know? It's going to be like... Mm. yeah. Nice. I think they have some unanimously accepted songs though, like "Can I Kick It" and um, yep. "Electric Relaxation." Yeah, hundred percent. That, that that speaks yeah. to to the level of music they make, though, doesn't it? Like they're mm -hmm. they're making music that is, I guess, timeless, but also like genre. You know, it's hip hop. Don't get me wrong, but when I say genreless, it's like it's not forcing you so deeply down into the depths of what hip hop is. It's like, yeah, we're mm -hmm. rapping on this. Yeah, it's jazzy, but at the same time, it's just it's good music, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're touching on this because there was a there was a moment in my life where I really realised how special this lot were because they're, they're my favourite hip hop group, by the mm. way. Because I, I consider Outkast a duo. Yeah, and a group's got to be more than two people. Um, I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it has to. It has exactly. to. Yeah. And I've been listening to them for quite a few years, and and this what I'm about to say happened about five years ago. So I'm I'm going to, with my dad somewhere. Me and my dad are just having a little day out, you know. Um, and I've got my iPod Classic at the time. He's like, I'll put some of your music on. And for some reason, I put on Tribe, mm. first Tribe album, right? And Push It Along comes on. Bear in mind, my dad's not a rap man at all. He's into his music, but he doesn't listen to rap. Mm. And Push It Along comes on. And about a minute in, he goes, who's this? And when I listen to some, <laughs> uh, it's a group called uh, a Tribe Called Quest. And he's like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, keep this on. And he didn't like every single song because, you know, if you if you don't really listen to rap, it's it can be hard to get into at first. But by the time it got to like Benita Applebaum, Can I Kick It? He was like, this is great. Mm. This is brilliant. And yeah. that's where you know, like when the music is that universal. Yeah. Mm. 100%. That album 100%. is a journey as well of like concepts mm. and just crazy songs. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's got our favourite mm. little man on there. CeeLo Green. No, 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 no. Remember that picture of CeeLo Green, the gold. <laughs> You got listen, uh, nah, don't do it, don't please. please. Hey, shout out CeeLo, bro. Listen, you gotta try and edit that into here. Oh god, I, I don't even know where to find that. What episode were we talking about? Uh, CeeLo uh, in the outcast episode. I can't remember. Yeah, it was, I was the outcast. I was, it was just my eyes out. It was just it was just the heads, man. Oh, oh when we started whacking out the pictures. Oh god. I think I said something about no. it that made Sean nearly die. I said he looked like an evil midget or something like that, and Sean was finished. <laughs> he said something brought, but it was it was mad. I'd have to try to find that. But I like that remix, you know. That's that's the uh the No, that remix is amazing. Album, it? Yeah, yeah it's, my, it's actually my favorite out of the three remixes. I'd really like that one. 
Oh, is it? No, wow. see, yeah, it is great. But J Cole, J Cole's yeah. production on "Can I Kick It" is special. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not expect that from J Cole. It is nice. Pharrell's yeah, on good. footprints as well. Yeah, Pharrell's is good. Exactly. It's, uh, all three remixes are great. To be honest with you, there's not yeah, one yeah. dud at all. They're, they're all you know what good it is? in their own right. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's because Benita Applebaum and "Can I Kick It" are so classic. Mm. Um, I, it's almost like one of those ones where you don't really need to do anything to it. You don't, you never need to do it. A remix. Mm. But what I mean is, it's like footprints as, as a tribe fan, I like it, but then to hear it done like that with the keys and all that, it kind of elevated it for me. Whereas I feel like you can't really elevate the new Apple bomb. It's just, it's, it's just perfect. You can't really do much more to me, to me, but yeah. um, no, it's definitely no, a flawless all, track. All remixes. Okay. Before so we talk about oh. that error though, mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk about Q-Tip solo stuff. Cause it was interesting. I listened to his um, stuff that just came out just after the love movement, and it mm. wasn't. I didn't. I didn't really like it. But has he got album, a record with Corn on that? Yeah, I think. So. I think so. Yeah, I just wasn't liking any of it. I don't know why. I wanted to. Mm. He had but, some good um, features in that time, though. He was on a Janet Jackson yeah. album. That was so that's bad. true. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Record, yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, the Renaissance. That album was that's like. Very good. You, you could say that's like a, a tribe album almost. I think like one of the songs really reminds you of just a tribe track, Won't Trade. Mm. I love that. I don't think Q-Tip has had a bad career, but definitely I feel like he was missing something when he decided to go out on his own. Like he's got, yeah. I think he's got great mm. features, but yeah. terrible albums. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he was Apart thinking. from the Renaissance though. The Renaissance is a good album. It's definitely yeah. worth listening to. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you on that. I like the cover art for that as well. Do you? Mm. Nice. Yeah. Is this him holding up a thing in front of his face, an NPC? <laughs> That's why I like it. I could do that right now. Hold on. It's got like the old uh, school uh, NPC. Uh, oh, here we go. It's the start. colors as well. The colors are nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here that, we go. Look. Is that doing it? I'm in, I'm in <laughs> the Renaissance. It's better than that flipping Yeezus album. <laughs> oh, hey, no, you love that. You love that, you <laughs> slut. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Now I've broken the soundboard. Fuck it, no. All right. So, okay. It's all gone to the Error free. Oh no, I ain't right, gonna I, 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 yeah, go. Yeah, Karen. I fucked the sound. Right, error free. Do you think? I just, I just want my song to be played, man, and I need to stand up when it's on. This generation. We can't see that though. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> 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 you're, you're lucky you can't see it. <laughs> Where is that? Oh, this generation. Oh, what, what a tune! What a tune! Sean, just speak first. Tell me that's not elite level record. Though. It is. Oh, it's, it's uh, the Olympics. Everything, everything about it is elite, man. I thought it was genius to take that sample from Musical Youth past the Dutchie, man. Mm. That's just what what a classic that is. Just, no, because what, what a classic that is. But then to take that sample and then just make it just... No, I'm gonna have to go on a seasoning rant. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Go on a seasoning rant again. That was like jerk chicken, but adding some more of that Levi roots jerk chicken sauce to just make it Levi roots. <laughs> just adding that stuff. Yeah, so you're lapping. You're lapping that stuff on, and you're just yamming on that, and that is perfection. My goodness, jeez, honestly. Mm. Ah, just. Hey. Can't say anymore. Oh, it's just that Sean, song. Sean, I don't know if you can match up to that. 
Theo's already going to be locked in with the auto tune with that rant. You really know how he, we, might how well, we might as well move on, innit? <laughs> oh, there's a lot to I say got... about this song, though. That's a Levi Roots. There is, man. Oh, God. Go on, Kieran. I feel like you've got something to say. Sean Deffy still has something to say. Say your pieces. I, just, I've, I don't think I've ever heard four rappers like rapping so seamlessly like that. That We talk about like incredible back-to-backs with just two rappers, but... They do it with four. Mm. Like even Wu Tang haven't done that. It's no. crazy what they do on this. They must have all win in the room, in the same booth though, or like in, in at least the same studio, doing it at the same time. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It feels definitely. like an improv. Like it's, it's so hard to imagine that was written. I've always wondered how do people write those types of verses, right? And just like what Sean just said, I feel like they were all just in there rapping together in the same booth <laughs> probably like fighting yeah. over the mic type vibes because how do you how do you do that because I, I read that fife was um was flying over to the studio to record his bits yeah because he lives uh i think like back when they did beats rhymes and life he moved out to atlanta well he lives in the um, ground now. and he was still oh, there be... well yeah well, jesus christ <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> you know? um yeah and he was he was coming back regularly to do his verses. I know he was there, and I think Q-Tip's studio is quite open. Like people just kind of come in and out, and that was the beautiful thing about that album is everyone was there to do their part. Mm. Um, One thing that's great about this like ensemble rap is that Q-Tip leads it though. It's not like oh it's all over the place. Like he's really like saying okay it's your turn now, then I'll grab it back from you and give it to this person. Mm. Now it's like past the parcel, yeah. but he's like. Leading yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's, which it's which is ma- which is mad because the sample is past the duchy man. Jeez. <laughs> oh, which is mad. He's been waiting on that one. Sick. Another season yeah. in red. Yeah, jeez, man. It's Special genius, herbs. The whole yes, that, thing. that was like it was attended. <laughs> and I guess the only other thing to say about that song is it felt like even at the time, well, definitely at the time, it felt like a passing of the torch moment mm. with the whole talking about the current generation yeah. dropping mm. the rappers. Definitely. It was like, we're, listen to this, yeah, we're doing it elite now. You lot go off and do it as well. Um, well, they're already saying that some of them are, but it just, I don't know, it felt like a moment, that song. Mm. And it, it, listen, if you if you get a shout out on a tribe record, you don't even need to do anything else. You've made it. Joey, you don't even need to Joey, rap yeah, Joey, yeah. you can stop now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop. Yeah. Someone says, Why did you stop? Well, look, try name drop me on the album. I'll be yeah. Mm. Get enough royalties of that said. for life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's just amazing, man. Amazing, amazing song. One of many as well on this album. True. 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 All right. Who's next? Gatekeeper Sean. Next up is you. Me. So, yeah. I'm picking the song before um, This Generation. I don't know why. I've always liked Solid Wall of Sound on this album. Uh, it's a bit, exper- mm, no, it's a like bit it. experimental. Oh, it's my mum mm. obviously would play Elton John around me. So as soon as I heard this, I was like, oh, kind of vibing with this. It's so interesting hearing Elton John on it as well, because you'd mm-hmm. never imagined that. Yeah. So for me, it's Solid Wall of Sound. I think it's, it's uh, when I heard this album, I think, yeah, this was around the time me and Sean were kind of just like rolling heavy. We were just together most days because I don't know what the fuck we were doing. But yeah, I we went to see Q around this time. Huh? We went to see Q around this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this mm. this song, amazing. Goosebumps. As far as genre mashing goes, wow. this is amazing genre mashing. You know, for to pick that type of sample and for it to sound just flawless like that, love it. 
I think Elton John did sing additional vocals on it, though. Probably. Do Whenever he gets sampled, he, he does like to go, oh, what's the sample you want? I'll re-sing that now. I don't know why he's yeah. like that, but yeah, it's, it's amazing, especially feel, the end. I feel like he's tuned in. I feel like Elton's tuned in. Every now and then he pops up and either in an interview or name an artist mm. that we all like, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't realise you listened to them. And he's been on, Con- he's been on a, what was it, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's true. Yeah. From this. I, I feel like with, um, with Elton John, he's the type of person who loves music, so he doesn't care yeah, what yeah. type of music it is. It just so happens his music is pop music, but he's loved music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also on um, Kate Bush's last album and Lady Gaga's one as well in the past decade too. So he's tuned into a lot of things. Mm. Musical legend, man. Mm-hmm. Musical legend, honestly. Elton John is an amazing, amazing. Oh, he's an amazing, amazing artist. He's just phenomenal, really. Yeah, yeah. and for, for, for what he did on this song, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Am I, uh, am I getting a bit gassed? Is this their best produced album? Yeah. Oh no, most uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it yeah. Is. I think so. I it really think is. Incredible, isn't it? No, I think so. It's I, complex, I was, like, I, but. I, I, yeah, palatable. I, I have that on my notes. That's why I think it's such. That's why I think as a cut comeback, if you're calling it a, a little lull, this is just. I don't know. It kind of blew me away. I just thought it's phenomenal. Mm, it don't really call did. it a comeback. Also, the, the the flow on this song as well. It's, it's just too much. That second verse is disgusting. I'm sorry. Like it actually yeah. makes you feel sick. That the back to back with um, Buster and Five, disgusting. But if you play that bit, yeah, if you like just take a snippet, say like 10 seconds of them trading, trading yeah. bars, and then you play 10 seconds of that ending with Elton John, they sound nothing alike. Yeah, it's like no, two they're, they're, completely exactly. different The switch shocked me this time. I wasn't expecting it. I, f- I forgot about it. It's, it's so but good. It sounds so good. It's so yeah. seamless. It so good. It's like the, you know, the moment in, uh, in Nights by Frank Ocean. That's exactly oh, what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking. It sounds Frank Ocean-y. It's like pyramids and knights. It's like it's going all mm. over the place, but you you, yeah. you kind of you're riding so you're with levitating. It. Oh, definitely. Mm. First time I heard, I wish I could feel the feeling I felt when I heard knights for the first time. Oh, don't! don't I was don't. driving. I was driving, <laughs> and I felt like I was literally going to drive like up into the sky. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I was like, whoa! I've had a few experiences experiences like that with music where. Because I did that when I listened to that, it was early hours of the morning. I came in from a night out, and it, you know it was a big deal. Like Frank dropped, what the fuck? He dropped again. Mm. I was listening to that, like uh, you know, like kind of half drunk, half asleep, and it fucked me up. Fucked me up. Man. That song's just mad. That uh, uh, apparently he's meant to drop this year. Though. Don't say things oh, like that. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Are we ready? No, no, no. No, I'm not even gassing. That's legit. That's, that's what meant. That's, where, that, where that's you legit. Go, hold on, hold on. Theo, where are you getting sources from? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. Where are you getting sources um, from? I mean, someone said it in an interview. I can't remember, but it was when I was looking at what albums are going to be dropping. They said Frank Ocean could potentially drop this year. Like, ah, so it's changed. Been working potentially oh. now. Potentially. Uh, no, because he's working on something. That's, he's always working, though, isn't he? No, I know, I know he is. I know he is. But it makes sense, though, because if we look at the timeline, they're like four years, four years, four years. It was 2012, 2016. I know with wow. last year, it start being a bit iffy. So just give him a year off, but and this is five years, so it could, it, it does make sense. You know how I feel with Frank though? It's just take as long as you want. Oh yeah. It's it's always going to feel nice. Mm -hmm. Some of his recent singles, you know, DHL and all that, I wasn't really fucking with, but whatever. No. It's like Kendrick as well. Like Mm. just take your time to make that music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be something different. I I don't doubt that, but I'm going to enjoy it regardless. Certain people, they they don't disappoint. Yeah. There's like two or three artists where when they drop it's a moment and Frank and Kendrick are definitely in that bracket. 
most mm. definitely. It's an experience. All right. So Theo. Wow. Theo, yeah. Solid okay. one on the sound. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so really solid. What, what I'm going to pick because... I just think it's an amazing start to the album, which is the space program that just hit me oh, straight away. I love that song. I, just, I remember when I'm I first sorry. Said... Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like when I'm listening to the album for the first time, and that I'm just, I was just like, "What? Like this is what I'm talking about." Like I don't think so Q-Tips ever attacked a track like this. It's, yeah, exactly. it's different. I was like, "Who? Who's and this?" Jerobi oh. as well. Uh, I want to deal with a bigger insult, man. The heat. The heat. The heat. The heat. Skits are mad. That <laughs> was crazy. Yeah, the skits weird. The skits weird, but I like it. That's why I wanted it to get there. No, there is no wasted sound on this album. From no. the skits to the little Not guitar one. licks, exactly everything. everything. One one thing I wanted to highlight is in that you know that kind of repetitive end. Uh, I guess you want to call it a chorus hook, whatever. Uh, the Tyson thing is like he's talking about people that are like Tyson, obviously like Mike Tyson, but then Neil deGrasse Tyson as well so it's like moving on to the move on to the stars like because you know he's all about space and shit but then i feel like the, the mike tyson part is about them kind of like knocking this album out the park in the first round because you know mike, mike tyson's a first round knockout guy so it's mm. like for me i was like boy when i was first hearing this i was like oh this is deep do you know what i mean and still listen <laughs> yeah. to it now like it makes me want to listen to the whole album again because yep. the, the whole album is just it's a really interesting listen like, if anything, yeah. this is the album that you can't play around most people from Tribe, but it's still one of their best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. You summed it up really well. It's everything yeah. hip-hop kind of, like, mashed together, but mashed together amazingly. To, to use yeah. Theo's own lyrics, yeah? It's like, you get the potato, you boil up the potato, you mash it down, put a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, <laughs> a little bit of cheese, a little bit of seasoning, and it's just working. I'm not as good yeah, as you. Like, I'm not as good as the they, they, got, <laughs> they got very political on this album as well, mm. um, which yeah, is interesting because I felt yeah. like their music never got that like serious yeah. tone to it because it wasn't like a dire situation for them mm. in the 90s when they were making this kind of music. But like, I think the whole Donald Trump situation like mm. pushed them into gear. Like, okay, we need to say something as like, we're coming back together at this time when it's like such a key point for like politics in America. Mm. Yeah. And I think... The, the album has a weird journey with that that politics. Like the final track's called The the, the Donald, yeah. which is quite yeah. obviously about that. Um, but this track it's not I about Donald was... Duck. No. Wait. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe. But it's a, it's a um, tribute to Fife, isn't it? So it's, yeah, not, it's not actually, I don't think it's a, about... Uh, that's weird because I, I never knew that. But like whenever I saw it, I just thought, oh yeah, it's because of the political climate. I think that was intentional as well. I think because of like, as you say, it was such a political album, especially at the beginning, um, like explicitly political. Calling that last track, The Donald, you go into it expecting it to be about mm -hmm. that man, but it's not at all. It's actually an ode to uh, to Fife. Especially because of the track I chose, which I chose Ego, mm. which you can okay. play. Because um, I feel like the track you hear before, The Donald, is talking about this like really, really egotistical things mm, yeah. and like really breaking down like, the, the issues that like being egotistical has. And I just yeah. feel like it's going to come into, okay, then they're going to talk about Donald Trump. So I always yeah. just thought that in my head, but. You're yeah. touching upon something else, which is the sequencing of this album is incredible. Yeah. Even from like mm -hmm. this generation to kids, there, there's so many examples of where it just, it just flows so well. Well, this is a double disc. And I feel like this is one of the few times where a double disc is actually necessary to divide up yep. the kind of 
the sonic palette of what's going on in the first half to the second half. The first half is really experimental, really kind of like, whoa, heads in the air. But I feel like the second half is a bit more kind of, I don't know how to describe it other than that that motion. <laughs> I mean, it's just a slow kind of like ride on a on a gondola type vibe. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Q-Tip's pen was so sharp on that song. I feel like every every line he had made sense to what, what was really trying to go about in that song. Mm. He knocked it out of the park with this album. He's stuck on theme, which is really not common in yeah. in that day and age of 2016. He's just stuck on theme the whole time talking about ego, ego, ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminded me a bit of um, What on the low end theory. I know they're different themes, but just that, like you say, kind of keeping with the theme and just running with it, the sort of repetition of obviously, obviously the word what and what and then ego and this one and keeping with that theme. Just, I don't know, it just reminded me of that track. Um, and the other thing as well with this and, and the rest of the album is this is how you, this is how you use rock music in hip hop to me. Mm. there's been a lot of examples and I won't name names of rappers that do rock albums or they they just use some you talk about Machine Gun Kelly over there I wasn't you know I I'm wasn't joking, but, um, or, or, or like that forced about? forced punk or forced like that oh, he's I, talking about Kid Cudi he's talking about speed like, to the brain like, or like the rebirth oh dear mm, yeah we'll go on that we'll go along them lines the best yeah, the but, best rap but, rock album is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy I said it anyways Mm, but there's there's good guitar influence but with this it's like he's he said that apparently he was influenced by the stooges and they tried to, they used equipment that was used by Jimi hendrix and by the ramones um frank zappa i think as well and you can hear it you can hear it definitely and then to get someone like jack whiting who is one of the modern day great guitarists um oh, i just it just sounds so right and it's not overdoing it as well it's just even those little licks like the like almost like little skits that happens where he's just plucking away at the guitar. All he was doing in that one was just kind of like, it wasn't even a riff. It was just like improvisation. It's just perfect, man. It's Everything like, like feels like authentic. Yeah. Authentic. Exactly. And yeah. That's like genuine, unlike beats, rhymes and life and yeah. love movement. Those ones were forced in that period. This is all, all four songs we played were just like them in their element. Mm -hmm. And even like better, to be honest, progressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question I'm asking myself recently, especially going back over the discography is, is this their best album? Uh, to oh, to oh, me, that's... maybe. It, it's I've up thought there. it. Could I've be. thought it. could it. be. Because, <laughs> mm. yeah, when I was listening to this um, today and yesterday, I was thinking it myself because this album, to me, is phenomenal. It's, I, I can't fault it at all. It's... So, um, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely up there for me. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to rank the albums, but I would say it's, it's in the it's in the top. It feels too soon. Like we've yeah. the first three albums are so like old compared to this this one mm. that it's like mm. okay, you know they're like up there, some of the best ever. Yeah. This one, like you you kind of feel it anyway, but it just feels so soon to just be like yeah, above low end theory. I'm with you. I'm this with album you. this album takes risks though, and it, it it they pay off. It really does. All the risks really pay does. off. Like that's that's one thing that really doesn't tend to happen with the reunion mm. albums or like people trying to switch things up a little bit to this degree the, the payoff you know here's 
immaculate for, for contemporaries as well like they're so unique that like i don't think anybody could do what they did on this album no definitely no. not yeah it would feel yeah. weird no not at all no exactly but it's just like i listen to it and i go like i'm, I'm with you kieran with the with the first three albums they've been around for so long especially the second and third they're held in such a high esteem it's like it doesn't feel right to call this their best album just five years in it feels like you need at least another five or ten but then i listen to it and it's like it's it's vintage and it's it feels old but then it's still really fresh and it's the album that i go back to the most these days and i feel like i have a different experience with it each time or i or i pick up on something different every single time. I think it's their most layered album, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and I was listening, I remember I used to listen to, around the time this came out, the, uh, what's it called? The Drink Jamps podcast with Nori. And he said to him, how did you make an album that sounds like 1990 now? And I was like, that's the best way to describe it. Because it's got that, ni- it's got so yeah. much 90s in it. And like, like we said, the old school rock and roll and that. But then it just sounded so fresh. And it's still, mm. to this day, Sounds so fresh. There's not. I don't think there's been many better. It'd be hard to name five hip hop albums since this one that are better than it. Mm. For me, yeah, mm-hmm. it's incredible. I feel what you're saying. Yeah. I feel what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, definitely. That just shows 100%. you that for, throughout this whole, you know, their twenty plus year career kind of, you know, run, they've been the best. Just kind of like slept on legends, but I feel like they're respected mm-hmm. by everyone around them so mm-hmm. much so that when they gave those shout outs in the songs, they gave shout outs on. This album definitely certified them in like the top bracket of discographies in hip hop. Definitely. And it's oh, a good 100%. end because you know you're not doubt, getting yeah. anything else after this. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And what a way to end. End at the highest. So that's what made it feel so right is that even for someone like me, I, I didn't grow up with Tribe. I didn't, I wasn't there at the time. So the whole sort of breakup and that obviously didn't impact me. But for them to end on these terms and to make music this great, especially with Five Dying. It, it, um, oh, it's just a, it was like a relief. I remember the first time I listened to it at the end of it, I was like, thank God for that. Thank hmm. God they pulled this off. Cause if, mm. if it didn't go well, cause I remember I didn't actually know anything about this. Mm. It dropped, first of all, it dropped to my birthday. So I was hyped. So I was like, Oh my God, new tribe on my oh. birthday. Let's do this. And for some reason I did not know a thing about it. But initially when I, first, before I played it, I was like, oh fuck, is this going to be any good? Are they just doing this because tribe because uh, five passed? And as soon as Space Program was like a minute in, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, they're back. Yeah. And this is why I wanted to ask you lot. And I know, I know someone on the drive wrote a little response to this. Right, he's back. All I want to say, I didn't write that. That's all I'm saying. I didn't write oh. that in the doc. It's all good. I, I think we all know who wrote it, but I'm just, I, I got to apologize, Sean. I was, I was like, I was on a little run of like terrorizing you. I'm not going to lie. And I, I felt bad after writing this one. It's not even a full sentence. So I was just like. I uh, thought it was Sam. I thought it was Sam. What do you mean you me. thought it was Sam? Sam don't listen. I troll people hard, boy. I troll you, and you know it's this was, me. This got to bullying, and I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like I don't even think it's a good point to be honest, because Kanye didn't even take that longer break. It yeah. was it was just me being silly. It's a natural album. <laughs> okay, so it's not Scotch. I Wait, thought so it was about to even... get sticky. Yeah, I thought I thought it was thought, a serious I point. Like, I thought no, it was no, genuine. I, yeah. I just felt bad because I was being like a bit of a prick last week. <laughs> 
It's all good. We all, we all I, have our moments. I wish Sean had you his know? camera on. I, I want to see Sean's I, face. I, I, yeah, exactly. So do I. And I, I didn't even see He's this comic, man. He's probably I saw smug. It, I saw it ironically <laughs> as I was scrolling down. Because I thought, I've read this, so I know what's on there. So I'm scrolling yeah, down to keep I up with it. the cover. Then I saw, is this the greatest cover? Nope. I was thinking, that wasn't me. I know that wasn't me. I, I hope it wasn't me. And then I see it. I was like, oh, well, it's a hot it. take oh, though. I've like, I do it. think I like people it. said, look, um, 808s came out and it was kind of like Kanye's kind of like fallen off to an extent, especially in a contemporary time. You're like, I'm not sure about this. A, um, all this autotune and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it was a big comeback when he made Dark Fantasy, which is like but comeback, comeback the best for me, album ever. I feel like this, the thing Sean's getting at is that when you have a comeback, it's like you're coming, you've, you've been away for a while. Not you've fallen off yeah, exactly. and you come back. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's what Sean was yeah. getting at. But wait, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it was The wasn't length a of time statement. between, yeah, exactly. The length of time between Love Movement and um, we got it. What we got it here? Yeah, with, uh, yeah, we got it from here. Thank, for, thank that, you for your service. That is, I don't know if many artists have ever done that in any genre, like come back on that level or even surpassed it. That, um, that well, the Strokes may have. I, I, I have to check with Sean on that one, but I feel like the Strokes came back with a pretty good album after a while. They, they, yeah, they made they made a good album last year, but no, nah, not not like this. Okay, not like this. Seventeen years. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a bit. I'm a bit baffled. So. No, 18 is what am I going banging on about? Um, so wait, so <laughs> do we? I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Kieran's tripped me up because I'm not. I don't. I don't get. Sean anyway. had some fire ready for him. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't have anything. I actually didn't have anything ready. I thought the question was genuine. Then I thought the response was like, "Nah, Kanye's got it." And now I'm like, I don't actually know what's going on now. I'm a bit baffled. I'm on. I'm on the fence to be honest. I think we've established that. Um, the, the what what you were probably getting at was the fact that this is a like a proper combat. They're away for time. Kanye, I know he he had a little dip and he came back massively with probably his greatest album ever actually because that album straight classic. Just love that album anyway. But um, Tribal away for ages. I mean, it's eighteen years mm. and to come back with this is just yeah. But the thing is, I didn't well, I didn't actually have Kanye even in mind when I put that question out there. It was more just yeah. like generally, is mm. there has there been yeah. a better comeback in hip hop? Put some respect on I personally name. don't think so. Wall of sound. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, this is Kieran and thanks for listening. Shout out to my Indian people. I see you. Don't leave without hitting the link in the podcast notes to join our Discord server, where the discourse of our episodes continues. We've got curated playlists and more for you to check out there. Namaskar. 